Hello Manchester United fans, welcome back to this extra episode of the Manchester is Red podcast. I am Sam Hutchison, I will be joining you today listening to Eric Ten Hag's press conference following that fantastic 4-1 win over Chelsea. And then we'll be listening to Tyrone Marshall, our writer who was at the game, who reviewed the game live for us from the stadium following the press conference and obviously the game. So without further ado, here is Eric Ten Hag and his reaction straight after that 4-1 win over Chelsea. Now that Champions League is secured, could you say that this is unequivocally a successful first season for you and Charlie? Yes, I think so. It's a successful season, but the season is not finished. More than you could have hoped for? Well, I have always high expectations of myself. So I think this club belongs in the Champions League. So you have to qualify under the first four. But this league is very strong. And there are many teams, many clubs who are competing for the position and they all can do it. And uh, because they have high budgets, um, good squads, and see Chelsea, uh, they have massive good squad with outstanding players. And um, yeah, so we are happy. We are under the first, first four. I think we played a good season in the Premier League. I would say a very good season. Arsene Wenger used to call finishing in the top four the equivalent of winning a trophy. Do you see it like that? Arsene Wenger used to say that finishing in the top four was the equivalent of winning a trophy. Do you see it? Oh, yeah, I think in the Premier League, yeah. It's, it's something like that. That is, I think it's in the main objective of the season to, qual- to get in the Champions League. And so, but therefore, you have to see yourself under the top four. And as I just try to respond, it's, the competition is tough. It's um, many teams with really good squads, good managers. So when you are in there, you're doing a good job. And your team is playing well and performing well. And yeah, I think this is, for this moment, the maximum. But we want more. So now that you've said that, you've, you've third, you could finish in the top three, never mind the top four. The expectations will be raised next season. Do you see potentially in this squad to be challenging for the title next season? Or is it too early? Yeah, when uh, it's difficult to say in this moment, you have to see how you come out of the transfer window. But if I see now, I think we need we need more. But um, so I don't have so many patients. Uh, that's uh, that is one of my mistakes. So um, yeah, we want to win every game and. But also, as, as I just tried <laughs> to explain, it's tough here. And there are really good teams, and especially this season, well, not only this season, but Manchester City, and they are playing really outstanding football. So we have a way to go, and we are in the right direction, and, but we have work to do. So a work in progress. Casemiro has been such a huge influence on the team. You said Bournemouth about the amount of games you've missed. I don't think this season that wasn't the case, but I think definitely we should have had more points. But um, I think all over, I think the team made good progress. There were many players who played a really fantastic season, and it's a good base 
to, to build on. But yeah, the standards has to go up and uh, the demands has to, has to rise. And therefore uh, we have to work in the summer uh, with this squad, but also yeah, in the window, see if we can strengthen the squad. Given the start of the season when there were defensive problems uh, and you've now kept more clean sheets than any other Premier League team this season, did you have to simply change personnel or did you have to change some of your ideas of what you were trying to achieve in order to get this defensive quality? Uh, just one separate question, how's Anthony? That is, I think there are many positives in this season, but we make, uh, on many facts, we make good progress. And yeah, before you get a defense organization in, it's not, uh, you don't have it overnight. But yeah, we have seen, uh, we invested in that with, uh, with the team, with the squad. And yeah, you see the progress and you can see it in the many clean sheets we have. So we are uh, consistently, we are performing well. Anthony, I don't know. Uh, of course, everyone have seen. Um, he came off, uh, Blanca, and then you. I can tell you that it's serious. But we have to wait minimum 24 hours, and then we know probably more about uh, the the status of his injury. Uh, okay, we're now going to move on to. Okay, our okay one last one in this section. Um, the thing with Arsenal was they went from it being a title-winning side to one that would seem content to just be in the top four every season. That's not enough for you, is it? Uh, not good enough for me. No. Oh, I, I think in this league, um, that is that's a good base to be in the top four. But yeah, um, we want to compete for the title, but it has to be realistic. And you can first say when you have your squad. Um, in the end of the transfer window and also in the winter transfer uh, window, what you can do. Um, the squad is there, then you can uh, make a statement about if it's realistic or not. And yeah, now well, we are far away, so we have a lot of work to do. Um, we make progress with this team and this squad, uh, but yeah, we need better players if we want to compete for that, for the highest. So, Man United fans, the big thing Eric Ten Hag touched on in his press conference was really Casemiro's performance. He was fantastic. I don't know if you saw my player ratings available on our social media and our YouTube channel, at Man United MEN. However, Casemiro was brilliant. I gave him a 9. Tyrone, later on, raves about him in his review. Eric Ten Hag noticed how great he was and I think that was Casemiro it was probably one of Casemiro's best performances this season I think it was personally it was brilliant he was excellent in defensive midfield he was excellent in attack he was excellent in passing and it was really an example of what Manchester United fans want from Casemiro and wanted from a defensive midfielder all these years I mean, how many years is it now that Manchester United fans have been claiming and calling for a defensive midfielder, an out-and-out defensive midfielder? And this is just the perfect example of what a defensive midfielder can actually bring to a squad. 
and bring to a starting eleven. Casemiro, excellent, excellent, excellent play. Pretty much all game. I mean, you'll have to let me know on my Twitter at SamHutchMen or at tweeters at ManUnitedMen. Let us know what you thought of Casemiro's performance, but it was brilliant in my opinion. And I mean, Eric Ten Hag agreed with me. He also mentioned how he was happy with the season and how it's gone. And I mean, start of the season, Manchester United fans, you would probably have taken a trophy, an FA Cup final and a top four finish. It's a shame you didn't add the Europa League. That would have really put the cap on such a good first season in England for Eric Ten Hag. Because let's not forget, this is his first season in the country. This is his first season at Manchester United. And, I mean, you can hear in his press conference just how far his English has developed in just a year. So, look at it next season and think, it's just going to get better. That's how I look at it anyway. And, I mean, you should be happy with the season, really. A trophy, an FA Cup final, chance to win another trophy, and now you're in the driving seat for a top three finish in the Premier League. That's pretty much as good as it's got since Sir Alex left. Under Jose, it was up there, but I would argue this is as good as it's got because it looks like Manchester United are actually got something to build on. They have the foundations to build for next season, whereas under Jose, it was a very, everything goes into one season. This season, I feel like it can only get better, and it's already a success, so... I agree with Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, it is. He's right to be happy with this season and he's right to be as positive as he is in that press conference. He did, however, say that he wants to push on next season and a lot of the questions focused on are you ready to be title challengers next season? And he brought up how good Manchester City are. And I mean, Manchester City are, I mean, excellent. Let's be real. They might even win the treble this season. So next season, they're only going to be just as good, if not better. Eric Ten Hag seems to know that, you know, it's good. that's the challenge. If you can beat Manchester City, the chances are you're going to win the league. And that's going to be the real big issue. Can Manchester United even take it as far as Arsenal have taken it this season? And I mean, that's always got to be the aim at Man United. It's the biggest club in England, probably the biggest club in the world. The aim has always got to be to win the league. The aim has always got to be challenging for the league tro- title. The, al- the aim has always got to be challenging for every trophy possible. And pushing on next season, he mentioned he needs more players, he needs better players. I think the key really is the right additions in summer. A striker, probably a central midfielder, maybe a right back, maybe a goalkeeper are the four positions I would say. Manchester United have to go out and get the right options. I don't think a right-back is necessary if the right option isn't available. I don't think a goalkeeper is completely necessary if the right option isn't available. I think David Gea was actually quite good again today. And I don't think he was at fault for the goal at all. And I just... I agree with Eric Ten Hag again, really. The right additions are what's needed. It's not just a case of let's get some players in. It's a case of 
let's go out and get the right players in, like he did last summer with Lissandra Martinez, Casemiro. I mean, Malassia is a backup option to Shaw's perfectly capable. He came on at half-time today and he was perfectly okay in that second half. He's not Luke Shaw, but Luke Shaw has been excellent this season. And Malassia is still young. Anthony hasn't quite found his feet yet. And, I mean, it was unfortunate to see him go off today. Eric Tenog mentioned he doesn't know how bad that injury is. But I'm hoping, and I'm guessing you're hoping, and Eric Ten Hag's certainly hoping, that that's not a real bad injury, because that would really be a ruin to the sort of good momentum that Anthony can sort of build on. I do think throughout the season he's improved. He hit the ground sort of running, and then it dropped off quite badly. He was quite poor for the middle part of the season, but it was all right because Marcus Rashford was on the other wing scoring lots of goals. Now Marcus Rashford isn't scoring as many goals. Obviously, he got one tonight, but he isn't scoring as many goals. Anthony's sort of building back up, and it'd be a real shame if he misses the FA Cup final because of today's game. So, Manchester United fans... After the break, we'll listen to Tyrone Marshall, our MEN writer who was at the game tonight, who's given us a little audio review live from inside the stadium, which obviously you won't be able to see here on this podcast, but you will be able to watch if you would rather watch it. You'll be able to watch it on our YouTube channel at Man United MEN. So without further ado, here is Tyrone Marshall and his review of Manchester United 4, Chelsea 1. Good evening from Old Trafford, where Manchester United have done the job, got the point they needed to make sure of Champions League football next season. Got all three points, in fact, a 4-1 win against Chelsea. Pretty routine stuff, really, for United. Uh, could have had more than four goals. Chelsea looked uh, a rabble at times, and this was a, a confidence-boosting win ahead of the, uh, the Cup final, which is what United are counting down for now. Uh, Fulham at home to come on Sunday, last game of the Premier League season win that to guarantee a, a top three finish to guarantee third place and then it will be the cup final but this was um, yeah this was very much job done and a really convincing performance from United got the the early goal that makes a big difference just like they did last week and the same goal scorer as well Casemiro getting it same creator with Christian Eriksen uh, Eriksen's free kick really cleverly headed in by Casemiro who was uh, immense again really good tonight put in one really strong tackle inside the first minute and it just kind of felt like that set the tone for the performance. He was serenaded by Old Trafford countless times tonight and it's, um, it, it's that old talk about big game players and, and turning up for the big occasions and Casemiro has done that this week, did that in the Carabao Cup final and sort of calls to mind that occasion. He, he said when watching United who's fallen at Brentford, tell them I'll fix this and he has, he has done just that. Back in the Champions League, competition he's owned with Real Madrid and there's no doubt he'll be thinking he could win it for the sixth time next season and, and he set United on their way tonight. There was a spell after that in the first half where it, Chelsea were on, on top and had a lot of chances and just missed some, some really good chances. Havertz heading wide, Mudrick completely fluffed his lines with a good chance and Chelsea actually looked dangerous for a while but the, the life was sucked out of them really with a, net, a second for United in, in first half injury time, six added minutes for an injury to, and that's to look at injury to Anthony. Uh, Casemiro, the creator this time, a, a brilliant chipped little flick pass over the defence. Sancho timed his run perfectly, squared it to Martial, who had a simple tap in. That was 2-0 at half-time. 
And like I say, job done, job, job done. United started the second half well, got the third eventually through Fernandez, won a penalty for um, Pete Fafana, bit of skill, took the ball past him and then got clipped and brought down, scored the penalty himself. And then Fafana passed it straight to Fernandez shortly after he squared for Rashford. First shot was saved by Kepa, scored the rebound. 30 goals now this season for Rashford. First player since Robin Van Persie 10 years ago to get 30 in a season for United. A phenomenal turnaround for Rashford, really, when you think of where he was last season and the struggles he had. And I think if it had been sold last summer, I don't think there'd have been too much disappointment among United fans, given what he'd produced for, for 18 months. But he's a real triumph of the Ten Hag, of Ten Hag's first season. A, a triumph for coaching and the belief that he can instil in players. And he's been absolutely fantastic this season. And that 30-goal return is, is just rewards. He, he started the game on the bench. If he missed the last two games, uh, injury and then illness kept him out at the weekend. So he's back on the bench, came on early because of Anthony's injury and, and got that goal his 30th of the season. A, a real confidence booster before the cup final as well, because if United are to beat, Chelsea, uh, to beat City and cause a shock at Wembley, then you feel like Rashford will be needed. Um, that made it 4-0. How like Felix got one back in the 88th minute for, um, for Chelsea. It was, it was a soft goal, really, for United to concede. But I mean, it showed how crazy this game was and how end-to-end -end it was at times. So that was the 88th, 89th minute. United could have had three goals after that and there's only four minutes added on. Uh, missed three one-on-ones, three saves from Kepper in those final four or five minutes and could have scored more. Garnaccio came on, another lively cameo. So real confidence-boosting night for United. Disappointing not to get that clean sheet for them given the defensive record this season. But the four goals feel vital for a team that hasn't been scoring particularly freely of late. Um, Ten Hag's just been in for his press conference, was, was very happy with the performance and the results and, and getting top four, of course. And he talked again about how hard the top four is in the Premier League and feels like it's only going to get harder next season. Chelsea were a mess at times tonight. There was also some moments where they produced some good football. With Pochettino suddenly coming in, they'll be better next season. Liverpool will probably be better next season. You'd think Newcastle would kick on. Tottenham expect an improvement. So top four is going to be a challenge again next season. Um, for every team, really, and, and Ten Hag did point that out that in this country, getting top four is, you know, he he, he was asked about the Arsenal Wenger quote of it being like a trophy, and did kind of agree with it in the Premier League that that is, that has got to be the first target, um, and that's what United have achieved. Uh, was asked about the the injuries as well, and um, Anthony's in particular, and said it does look serious, so um, it, it's have to wait 24 hours for a scan and see what the damage is. But Anthony went down. Uh, Trevor Chalabar challenged. Chalabar won the ball. It was a fair tackle. It looked fairly innocuous, to be honest, but obviously something has, has happened because Anthony was pounding the floor as soon as it happened and with, you could see on the TV replay he was in tears and stretched off and looked in a bad way. It would be astonishing if he's fit for the FA Cup final after that. Um, and like we say, Ten Hag did call it a serious injury, even if he couldn't give a full update on it. Uh, Shaw as well, I think it's a back problem. Um, went off at half-time for Tyrrell Malassius, so he's going to be checked as well ahead of that Fulham game and then the Cup final. So not ideal for United to lose two players through injury, but... Confidence boosting night aside from that 4-1 win against Chelsea, back in the Champions League, two games of this mammoth season to go. Uh, uh, bring the curtain down at Old Trafford on Sunday and then it is the one we are all counting down to now, that Manchester City, Manchester United FA Cup final and it looks like United will be heading to Wembley in confident mood. Welcome back, it's me again Manchester United fans. I mean, I agree with Tyrone. That was a pretty much a straightforward win. Really, Man United only went into that game needing a point, and I thought maybe it would be a nil-nil draw. Man United go and shore it up, make sure they get the point. But Eric Tanog didn't go for that, and 
he wasn't really challenged. It was a good goal by João Felix towards the end, but it wasn't really reflective of the play. I don't think Chelsea really threatened throughout. They were the better side in stints throughout the first half, especially. But I do think Manchester United were just so much better. The quality gap is so much clear, so clear to see. And I mean, that's from everywhere, from the managers in the dugout. Ten Hag's clearly a better manager than Lampard. To all the way through to sort of the starting eleven, to the subs bench. And I do think it's really, it is just as straightforward a win as it can be. It was actually Manchester United's best win of the season in terms of goals scored, which that's really what I've been calling out for. Manchester United needed to put someone to the sword. And that was really the opportunity there today. I mean, we've seen such great Chelsea sides in the past coming up against... I mean, Chelsea have got still got a great side. They've still got some great players. Enzo Fernandez stands out. Uh, João Felix stands out. You know, Thiago Silva wasn't playing today, but he does stand out to me as an excellent footballer. And they have got some excellent footballers around. I do think Havertz is a good footballer. I don't think he's a striker, but I do think he's actually a fantastic footballer. And they didn't really threaten, didn't really give any issues to Manchester United tonight. And it was pretty straightforward. He also, Tyrone also sort of reiterated how good Casemiro was. And, I mean, I said it earlier, he was brilliant. He really was just brilliant, brilliant performance by Casemiro. And he's really the example of what Manchester United needed. And Chelsea were just messy with their chances. Mudrick probably should have scored. I don't know really what he's done. His pace is so he's so fast, and you can see the raw talent there. But he should be scoring that. And I don't think I've seen anything of him in a Chelsea shirt that sort of shows that he's worth that eighty million pounds that they did spend, which makes Anthony look like a decent deal. Really, at least Anthony's showing a little bit of skill, a little bit of drive, a little bit of ambition on the right wing, whereas Mudrick was sort of all over the place. The midfield wasn't great, and I mean, you saw how where Chelsea's headspace is after the penalty went in, and there was a little scuffle with Bruno Fernandes and Enzo Fernandes, and oh, they're both called Fernandes, I didn't even realise. But I do think it just—it was just a show of how good Manchester United can be on the day, and I think today was one of those days for Manchester United. This was probably their day. If they play like that against City, only time will tell what happens. You know, City you expect would score the chances they create, which Chelsea just didn't do, like I say. But you'll have to just let us know at Man United Men on Twitter. What you thought of the game? Have you got anything that you thought stood out that maybe I've missed in this podcast? Tyrone missed or Eric Ten Hag missed in his press conference that you'd like to know the answers to? Make sure to keep it locked to the Manchester Evening News. We've got a proper edition of the Manchester Red podcast with Tyrone and our chief Manchester United writer Samuel Luckhurst that will be out on Friday. And we will have... 
all the coverage of the final day of the Premier League season on our live blog, live on the Manchester Evening News website. So keep your eyes peeled for that. But I've been Sam Hutchison, and thank you for listening. Speak to you later. Thank you.